When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Follow Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Smooth Soul Monday. Well done, Patrick. What is this? This is jamming. Curtis Mayfield. Oh, of course. Of course it's Curtis yeah, Mayfield. Some good stuff. Smooth Curtis Man, Mayfield. Man, I need, I need to have it. What's the name of this So one? in love. I got to get up on my Curtis Mayfield, man. I'm at now, now this this week or sometime, maybe tonight, I'm going to go down the Curtis Mayfield rabbit hole because of Patrick now. Cause I got I, I don't have this as a part of my Curtis Mayfield yeah, collection. You got to put it in. So there. that means I'm not I'm not deep enough down the Curtis Mayfield rabbit hole. Cause this is the jam right here. Sounds smooth, don't it? Mm-hmm. Man, that's why it's a smooth soul Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Thanks, my man Patrick. Always working hard for us. Smooth soul Monday. You can be a part of the show. Hit us up, Specs text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. Matter of fact, my man CB has already uh, given us an update on the Specs text line. So we appreciate my man CB uh, letting us know about a Longhorn who just found a new home. And matter of fact, we'll get into that in our NFL news notes and nuggets here uh, uh, momentarily. You can be a part of the show via the Twitterverse as well. Hard is at Hardball Hard in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis, the real MVP at It's Patrick Davis. Remember, we're off early today for Texas baseball, and we're gonna give you a little mini preview. Well, mini review slash preview of mm-hmm. Texas baseball uh, next segment. We're just kind of gonna table Rod around the day since we're off early, and then we'll get back to John Rahm winning the Masters. Talk a little Texas basketball, which made a re- what could be a huge acquisition to the coaching staff, and we'll talk a little Texas baseball. So we'll go behind the burnt orange curtain a little bit, and we'll talk about hey Jordan Spieth, yep, yep. Scotty Sheffield speaking up behind the burnt orange curtains, two lifetime Longhorns. Who uh, played well at the Masters? Not well enough, though, to win it. That's John Rom, uh, the champion of the Masters. So we'll get into that coming up next segment. Before we're out of here at five forty-five for Texas baseball, uh, gentlemen, I want to get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. And uh, Daniel Jeremiah has uh, his big board. Everybody does their mock drafts, of course. Uh, but Daniel Jeremiah and a couple of other, I think Mel Kiper does it too, and maybe Todd McShay as well. But they do also their big board, and their big board is basically their top. 50 prospects, some do top 100, whatever. They just do top overall prospects, just ranking the best players in the draft, period. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's, like I said, it varies from, you know, uh, analyst to analyst. Uh, but this is Jaron Jeremiah, and he, he says that Bryce Young is his top guy in the draft, which goes back to the sound we played with Daniel Jeremiah on with Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. And I believe his quote was, that he <laughs> he would not refute the report that Bryce Young is the smartest quarterback in the draft. So I think that's his way of basically saying he is the smartest quarterback in the draft. Remember, he, sm- he scored the highest test, the highest score, I should say, on that cognition test that they make all the quarterbacks take. Unbelievable numbers. Yeah, they, they said he was like through the roof. Yep. And oh, by the way, the 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 
one of the CEOs, the executives that are in charge of that cognitive test that they take, said this quarterback class scored way better than last year's quarterback class. Right. They said this quarterback yep. class was way better. And last year's quarterback class, Brock Purdy had the highest cognition score, which hey, sounds up, about right. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. That ended up panning out for him. And at least it ended up coming to fruition that he did have uh, elite level of processing uh, for a quarterback drafted that late. Uh, also, going back to the big board, Will Anderson is the second highest rated player by Daniel Jeremiah in the entire draft on his big board. And third, and third, mm-hmm. you know what? We have sound, actually, Daniel Jeremiah. We got And him. third. Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah himself. <laughs> uh, we'll let him talk about who he has number three on his overall big board. Who's somebody that we're, we haven't talked about, obviously, because we're a bunch of stooges that's probably going to have a massive draft night and maybe pop out of nowhere? Well, I still think Bijan Robinson's the fascinating one. Um, you know, the running back from Texas. And we, you know, we, we did it, I think, when I was in there in studio. You can debate whether you should take one or not take one, the value of the position. He's my third highest rated player in the whole draft. So if you're looking for somebody to come in and have an incredible impact, not only catching it, but receiving it, you know, use the comparison to Edger and James. Um, so Damn. if you got a chance to take an Edger and James and you're going to pass on him so you can take, you know, uh, you know, a tackle, a corner, a, a safety, whatever else you want to take, who's just a much less player. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't buy that. Even if you just say this is six years of greatness, I'll sign up for six years of that dude. Hell yeah. That's like everybody gets like, well, what's long-term success look like for like Stetson Bennett or something. It's like he could play 10 years. Is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah, too that long? Works. There you go. Um, he basically, he's saying third overall player in the draft, gentlemen, B. John Robinson, third best player overall. Uh, we'll get to a little bit of the rest of the list. Uh, but Harge, what are your thoughts? He's saying that's probably as high as I've seen anybody rank B. John overall in the draft. Uh, they're, they're, he's been talked about as a top 10 player, I believe. He's been talked about, you know, a guy that's top 15 overall. Um, I even heard top five from a couple of folks. Uh, he's got him number three. I'm bullish on him. You know what I'm saying? I think he's one of the best players in the country. And I think that because of the fact that he plays running back, that's why people don't want to talk about him as much. And the position of the running back is is one that has been disrespected and been bamboozled for a while now. <laughs> discriminated against. Discriminated against. against. You know what I'm saying? I sit here and I look at it, <laughs> and I'm like, why? why is it if you're trying to do what's best for your team and you have him for – Six years. We already know what the life expectancy of a running back is, right? Mm, pretty much. We, we everybody talks about it. Why not go get the best player on the on the board that is going to be there for those three years, four years? If you're trying to win, why not go get it? That's why I get so frustrated when I always hear, "What about the long term? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares?" I'm talking about right now, right here. Let's let's use him up as much as we possibly can. Use his X man like abilities and make him the player that we've already seen that he is, and enhance him once he gets to the league. I've never understood why people keep looking at the running back position and say, let's move it down. There's this a deep one and all this. It's like, but you're not going to stick around for the second contract anyway. You're not going to pay him that second contract anyway. So why not go get him? And if he's going to help your team win right now, why not do it? Yeah, I I was uh, texting with uh, Fancy Boots earlier today, and uh, she's a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, she posted that you're giving her hope. uh, Yeah, honestly, but the (laughs) Detroit Lions do make a lot of sense. She kind of convinced me of it uh, just talking about it. But they got two picks 
in the first round early on, and they have won the top 10. I believe that's their sixth overall pick they have in the top 10. Then they got 18. So remember remember what I told you guys. I said I believe somebody's going to trade for Bijan. Yep. I don't believe Bijan is gonna you're gonna somebody's gonna get him at wherever they are. I think some team's gonna trade down for him, or some team is gonna be trading up, and their whole purpose will be trading down to get that value for Bijan wherever it may be. I could see the Lions trading out of six, trading down in six, and deciding you know what? No, we want Bijan, but we don't want him at six overall. We want to get him maybe at another value, pick up another draft pick, and get Bijan Robinson, or at eighteen trading up um, to right. get Bijan. Saying nah, eighteen is too low. We got to get in top fifteen. We won't get Bijan. We got to get to number 12, somewhere around there. So I, I think somebody's going to trade to get Bijan either way it works out. But I'm saying if it makes so much. He's making the, the closer we get to the draft, he makes more sense for more teams. Right. And I think that's just because you start looking at it. And to your point, Harge, he is the exception to the rule. I, I agree. I'm, I'm not a big fan of drafting running backs really high in the draft, especially in what's considered the lottery of the NFL draft, those top 16 picks or whatever it may be. I am not a draft a running back that high kind of guy, and I can give you the numbers to back up why you shouldn't do that. But there are exceptions to every rule. He's the exception to the rule. That's I call it the kind of the Randy Moss exception. A lot of people were hating on Randy Moss when he came out because of the, you know, the issues away from the field, and there were some concerns about you know, character and all that kind of stuff. And those are legitimate concerns and should be right. data points in the evaluation. But some guys, the talent outweighs any of those issues. And by the way, Bijan's got no issues. His only issue is the value of the running back position overall. Uh, but Bijan outweighs those issues. I told this story last week, uh, and my wife doesn't mind me telling the story. I, listen, I, I was never a huge believer in marriage. Not, and I don't think anything's wrong with it. It's great. It's just different for everybody. Uh, hell, it's got a 50% success rate. So, I mean, it, it's going to work for you or it ain't going to work for you. I just think it depends on the people. Um, so I was never a huge believer in it necessarily. I mean, I could give or take it. But I told my wife when... I was getting ready to marry. I said, I don't believe in marriage. I believe in you. You're the exception to my rule about marriage. You're the exception to it. That's I like Bijan. it. I like it. Bijan's the exception to that rule. Now, I would never draft a running back in the first round. He gets too deep of a position. But there should be exceptions to every rule. He would be the exception to it. Still wouldn't draft him in the top five. Hell no. I'd draft him like somewhere around 10 to 12. That's what I'd get Bijan. I think he'll drop there. Well, that's the perfect area for everybody. Be, everybody yeah. feels the same way you do. I think do. it'll be 10 to 15 yeah. is where somebody's going to get Bijan. Right outside the top 10. That's uh, it. Yeah. It, I think it, and it is. It's going to be a draft <laughs> night thing of whatever run there is, that team that wanted a, a defensive end, but the two defensive ends they wanted are gone. And is that at 9 or is that at 11? Is that at 13? You know, that pick. Mm-hmm. And when they, they go, all right, that guy's not there. Let's trade out. And we tell everybody, this is Bijan pick. If you want him. Offer us the best deal right now. Exactly. And whoever, yeah. like, we're giving the deal to whoever wants Bijan right now. And someone go up and get him. Yeah, we're calling. Hey, and we're Bijan? calling every team we yeah. know that, that <laughs> wants this guy. And it, it is. It's that rule where you go, you don't normally take a defensive tackle in the you know early in the draft because you go, no, we'd rather have a defensive end. A defensive tackle, they're, 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 they're wins of go above replacement, to put it mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a baseball sense. It's just yeah. something where you go, look, we can put another guy there, and if it's if they're a 10 or a 7, it doesn't really cost us that many wins. However, if we have a defensive tackle that can take up three offensive linemen and he can rush the quarterback and he allows nobody to ever get past him, well, yeah, now he's a top-five pick because this guy is a game-changing. He yeah. now gives us multiple wins. Bijan Robinson is one of those guys who go, he may give us two or three wins a season. 
I feel like that. I feel like it's a possibility he could go. He could step into the NFL in his rookie year. He it's possible he could be the best running back in the league. I mean, just it's think, possible. He's a guy mm-hmm. that even early in the season, his rookie season, will make safeties and linebackers have to pay attention to him. And there's not many rookie running backs that get that respect out of out of the gates. But defensive coordinators will play game plan week one of the NFL season. Whoever has Bijan, hey man, don't let him get space because he can make the first guy break the first tackle and make the second guy miss, and that's 25 yards if we don't respect him. Yeah, he oh yeah, he can turn. That's why I say he, certain guys move the chains, other guys change the game. Yeah, he he changed. And, and so I think that <laughs> if you have a guy that you can go week one of rookie season could could have defensive coordinators game planning against him. That's hard not to take in the first round. I know. It's hard not to take early. No, that's what I'm saying. And, 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 and there is My a point. I, and I, I, I think it's a deep <laughs> running back draft. There's a trade market wide open still for running backs. Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. I mean, hell, uh, what's the, the running back for the charge? Austin oh, Eckler. Eckler. He wants to be traded to. There's, there's a, there is a robust. He's forming a union. <laughs> running back. They for need running one. Backs, There's yeah. a robust market for running backs right now. So all of that is devaluing Bijan even more. And he is still right now, I think, trending in the right direction. So I yeah, like I said, he's the guy I would make an exception for. He is the biggest wild card in the draft. There are other players yep. that are intriguing and that may be more of the high kind of high risk, high reward players, those types of players. But I don't know if there's more mystery and uncertainty surrounding where a player is going to drop than right. Bijan. Right. In terms of the, the top players at their positions. Because it's all over the place. It's all, he's it's, got like eight and nine. every part like, of that's it. That's like ten teams that you could legitimately make a case for. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, they could drop Bijan. Yeah. That's not the case for the top players at every other no. position. You're still trying to figure out right now with Bryce Young and, and TJ teams. Stroud. Yes. <laughs> right. That's teams. what I'm saying. So, yeah, you're right. Oh, man, I can't wait to see where he goes. I really can't. I'm excited for him. I just hope it's a team that's got some creativity. But you're right, Hards. Ultimately, we're just going to watch a team use Bijan up today. To, right. Till basically he's got no more carries. And that's the and I, it's it, it's great, but also it's bad for him as a player. He's not going to have a, 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 a knock on wood unless he's the exception to that rule. And I think he may be to he that, may too. Be, he may be more durable than most running backs, but for the most part, if, gonna, if they're going to give him that kind of heavy workload, workhorse yep. reps early on in his career, we know what that does, Zeke, uh, to a to a elite running back. Right. Well, it, it, look at it, it Frank Gore played in the league for how long? He's the exception to the rule. Right. That's what I'm that, saying. That, that, so him and Adrian Peterson are. Right. But he could do that. He could definitely do that. Like that. He could still bounce around. He'll still be able to go out there. Frank Gore played. He got 16,000 yards rushing in the NFL and played for like 20 years. Yeah, he, but that's not many of those guys. That's like that's like three of those guys. I, I agree, yeah. but I think that Bijan can, be one, can be one of those guys. That's an exception to the rule because yeah. he takes care of himself. And, but not only that, even if he isn't, that's not what you're picking. If you yeah. get lucky, you get that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. If no you doubt. just get what you're picking on draft day, which is four to six years Thank of you. greatness. That's what I thought. That's why I get mad. That is enough. To say, let's take four to six years of greatness, then hope that this other guy turns out to be anything. Because the, we know once you get past pick 10, there is no guarantees anymore. I mean, really past pick five, there's not really much of a guarantee. I mean, there's not really guarantees anymore, yeah. period, in the NFL. Let's think about some of the guys that were drafted early that were in different positions that didn't pan out. Oh, no. So there'll be. I mean, there, there's something. 
No, you're right about that because yeah. ultimately, first of all, there aren't even 32 first-round grades for every team. Every team mm-hmm. has a different grading system. Those are so, the ones that continue to pass, exactly. to, to pass back. Yeah, so Matt Miller in his draft uh, analysis, he's saying he's got 19 first-round grades. That's how it works sometimes. You get 19 first-round grades, but there are 32, 31 yep, yep. first-round picks, whatever it is that year. And then, like Hart said, you, then you account for the whiffs. The yeah. teams who just screw up their first-round pick. Hey, Whiff, they drafted a guy that should have been drafted in the third round or a bust in the first round. And then you start thinking about it, there's a lot of talent that kind of falls through the cracks mm-hmm. for you after the top ten um, that you can take advantage of. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's draft. There's a lot of uh, I think it's a lot of um, uncertainty just around where Bijan's going to end up. But I, I love it, though. Chargers, Eagles, Bills, Anywhere Cowboys. Anywhere but the Eagles. I was, oh. I was with Hugh, or not with him, but we were going back Detroit. and forth today, me and Hugh Douglas. He was talking about Bijan, and I was like, anywhere but there, man. Oh, Anywhere he, but Philly, bro. That could be a checkmate type thing, too, man. I know. To that, 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 I know. That running game with him and Jalen Hurts in the backfield, that would be lethal. Which is why the Cowboys are looking at it saying, hold up, man. I Cowboys can't. defense can, if anybody can match up, Cowboys defense can match up, but, yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that type of, oh, Force of nature <laughs> in your division. What do you call them? Oh. Uh, force multiplier. They got. They, yeah. they got a bunch of. Yeah. They got. A, they got a bunch of them already. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll get to uh, Danger. Am I just really quickly just to give you kind of the rest of his uh, top ten here on the big board? Uh, after Bijan, Tyree Wilson. He's got number four guys. Mm-hmm. Texas Kid Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. He's got him the number four overall player on his big board. Now that's something I didn't see either. This guy could end up because I think Lance Lance Zerline, I believe. Him. He yes, he, he loves, loves him. him. I think in one of his he's at the Texans, I believe, trading up to get him in one of his mm-hmm. mock drafts. So he loves him too. And I didn't know he was flying up draft boards that that high. Jalen Carter, who is the D tackle from Georgia, he's got him at number five. And he's got Devon Witherspoon, the corner from Cornerback. Illinois, at number yep. six. Mm-hmm. And he's got C.J. Stroud at seven. So he's got C.J. Stroud a little low on the list of his big boys. Yeah, I'm not liking that from Jeremiah. Not, he's got Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah, at number nine in his big board. Come on, man. The tight end, bro. And then, like, and then Anthony, it's like the running back. <laughs> Don Kincaid is kind of a freak, though, because I want to say is he, he closer to Kelsey, um, or is he closer to Kittle? Oh, that's a good question. I, I got to find Mike because I've been doing some draft day uh, research, and I do know that he is one of those guys where he started playing football really late, and the mm-hmm. Cowboys love those players. I'll get those notes, but he started playing football late and basically uh, didn't have a ton of football experience, but achieved at a really high level. He's only been playing football, I believe he goes to guy, he'd been playing football for like five like six years. Yeah. Like organized football. He's one of those guys. Um so Cowboys love those guys with that kind of high upside. So he could be one of them. Um all right, so uh, that's the rest of the big board for uh Daniel Jeremiah. We come back. We'll talk John Rom wing the Masters, little Texas baseball review slash preview and Texas basketball making a huge acquisition to the coaching staff, all of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on one four nine Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite. 
and start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, no, you've got it now. It's time for Rod's Rant of the Day. Hold on to your butts. All right, welcome back to Rod's Rant of the Day here on Ball Don't Lie. we got a few minutes before we give you up to Texas baseball, and uh, courtesy of my man, Hardball Hards, we'll get a little review, uh, preview of Texas baseball coming up here in a couple of minutes. But there is some big news that we need to share uh, as it relates to Texas basketball. Um, it is re- being reported by On3 uh, that Texas guard Arterio Morris, um, a former five-star recruit and McDonald's All-American plans to enter the transfer portal, um, he told on three. So uh, they got this from the horse's mouth, if you will. Um, six, free, six three, one ninety. 190 uh, as a freshman, averaged a little under five points uh, per game in a little under 12 minutes per game, but did start showing a ton of improvement late down the stretch uh, when Texas needed a, uh, some juice, uh, needed some energy uh, to the lineup. Uh, he was a guy that showed a ton of promise, Harge, and like I always say the transfer portal give it and it taketh away uh this time it taketh away yeah i'm not excited about this at all uh it's very disappointing for uh, me because i really thought that this kid was somebody that i loved his energy on the floor mm-hmm. every time he came in he was a physical presence he played with a lot of uh anger you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so anytime he got a chance to show what he has he did that and it's uh, a hope that everything works out and he ends up coming back to the University of Texas because I I felt like he was going to be one of those pieces for this year, especially with that energy. And he was in a McDonald's All-American. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to be looking at him and trying to to uh, get them in their program. But I, I'm disappointed in this one. I thought for sure he was looking at this as an opportunity for him to play. Yeah, I, I thought for sure he was going to be in the starting lineup this year. I thought he was going to take over one of those spots in the mm-hmm. starting lineup just because we saw his improvement later in the season and oh, then the Big great. 12 tournament. Yeah. Uh, he played so well. So so it's disappointing. You know, as I said earlier, we, Rome Rumba is also gone into the transfer portal. Odds are neither one of them are coming back out. We know, I mean, Arturo Morris picked Texas over Kansas and Memphis and like some other bigger schools that, that, had, that had some name value. So mm. it, it will be – We'll have to see where he ends up going, but uh, it's disappointing because he's another really good player. I mean, you figure this is partly because they go home for Easter break and have some other people in their ear, and maybe that sways them to go one way. But it may be, too. Rodney Terry has some people in the transfer portal, and he has told some of these younger guards that it may be another year before they play because he thinks they're bringing in some more experienced players to play. That may be it, too, because we've seen two guards now decide that they're going to the transfer portal, so the guard play may be they may yeah. be aiming for some older people in the transfer and portal as well. And you're losing guards too. Yeah. So that was going to be there's minutes there. Yeah, the so there are, there are minutes there, and that's that's the question is until we see, as you say, they, the transfer portal give it, then it take it away. Always. You, we need to see what it giveth because <laughs> that is the big question mark. Because then once again, I will say, there is one returning player for Texas right now, and it's Brock Cunningham. Hey, man. That Ride is or die, baby. Brock Cunningham. Every time. Who is currently, I believe, on a road trip across the country. Hey, he deserves as it. he does after every season. But uh, it, that is our one player on Texas basketball what? right now. So I'd love to hear somebody else not go in the portal and say they're coming back. But until then, <laughs> uh, we'll just wish the best for Morris and Rowan. Uh, yeah, this is a good point, though, Patrick, because you're losing, Gar- you're losing Sergio Bar Rice. You're losing Marcus Carr. And Tyrese Hunter has put his name into yeah. the, the the draft, draft but he hasn't hired an agent, so he can always no. And he could enter the transfer portal as well. 
Yeah. I mean, he's already transferred once, but now that's kind of an out there. You can transfer more than once now thing. Oh too. yeah, you definitely. I don't know how how the rules work, but it has happened. Yeah. It's happened too many times for it yeah. not to so, be. So technically, he could. Like that, we're not saying that he is yeah. coming back either. That's there is no written in stone that anyone other than Brock Cunningham is coming back. That's the one guy. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's a new age. It's, it's, it's every year, every sport. Yeah, you you either got you got to re-recruit the roster, and then you have to turn over the roster every year. Not in addition to the recruiting, but now your own guys yeah, that you had. Exactly. There. Are, are, are gals too, by the way? Oh, <laughs> the yeah, ladies. They, that the, happens the, the, a lot too. The, the women's basketball uh, women's basketball transfer market lit. Yeah, yes, it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, can Texas basketball get on some of that? We got I a lot coming back might. though, don't we? We do. We do. Uh, I know Sonia Morris is the one girl who is eligible for the WNBA draft tonight who has entered her name in for that. Okay. Uh, that is the one who is in the, the War of Words with uh, Van Light. Van Light? Yes, at yeah. the end of the season, but she was a senior, so she is she has put her name in for the draft tonight. Okay. There you uh, go. I don't know if she's projected to go in the draft, but she has put her name in for uh, it. And speaking of Van Light, that she's in the transfer portal. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. on the do not contact list. She put it out there, do not contact me. I already know what's up. Yeah, you, you know, know, and if I was a student athlete, I wouldn't get into that portal unless I already knew either. Exactly. I wouldn't get into that portal thinking, you know what? Uh, hopefully, it'll all work out. No, yeah. I would have a plan, and I would already have my two top teams that are offering me already. That's done. That's already situated. That but is Rod, t- that means there's tampering. Oh, which nah, is exactly, like exactly. <laughs> what I'll say about tampering? Tampering is like speeding. All I, of I, y'all done it today sometime. <laughs> All of y'all broke the law, and everybody is breaking the tampering rule in college football. Oh, As a matter of oh. fact, if you don't do it, you probably ain't doing your job. There it is. There, there is yeah. a crazy story Brady Manick talked about when he left Oklahoma to go in the portal, ends up in North Carolina, that he basically puts his name in, doesn't hear anything, so he doesn't know exactly when his name gets like approved to go through and everything. And then one day his phone starts ringing off the hook. And he's oh, like, that's what it oh, went through. <laughs> it went through. Yeah. Because now everyone's calling me and be like, hey, Brady, you got to come here. You got to come here. I know. I uh, want to see how the transfer, like the portal, actually, like the, the, the whatever, the access portal. Yeah. How it actually looks. Like the user interface oh, looks. Oh, my goodness. I, I've never you seen it. It's an NCAA, so it's a. It's a dot matrix printout. <laughs> You're still working on that DOS computer. I want to know how it actually yeah. looks. All right, let's talk Texas baseball where I got a little yep. bit of time here. Yep. Uh, tell me something good about Texas baseball. Texas baseball won the series against K-State on uh, this weekend. It ended up going Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was at the Friday game, me and my family. We ended up leaving in the bottom, top of the eighth inning. By the time we got to the house, we realized that Texas won when we left, they were losing. They were down five to one. Ended up Ooh. winning six to five. Ended up walking it off, and then I mean, not walking it off, but winning the game. They lost on Saturday. Ended up winning on Sunday. Beat them. Uh, Eric Kennedy is out of the lineup today. He got ejected. Mm. Pierce will be there coaching. Uh, Jared Thomas will be batting leadoff, and Dylan Campbell will be playing center field for Eric Kennedy as he's resting today. Oh, yeah, nice. And uh, Texas baseball coming up right next. That's right. uh, You need need not go anywhere. Uh, 545, we got the pregame with uh, Craig Way on the call. uh, First pitch at 6 o'clock. What you got on tap, Arch? I'm going to watch this baseball game. Oh, there you go. And listen to Craig Way on the way home. Damn right. And we got to listen to Craig Way on the way home, too. I love that. I'm listening to Craig Way on the way home, watching Secession tonight, that episode. One of the best shows on TV. I'll talk about that tomorrow. All right, we come back tomorrow, same time, same place. Remember, we're just not be talking about it. Talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. More importantly, take care of each other. Peace.